Blog Talk Radio. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Happy Saturday night. It's actually feeling like fall out there. Who would have guessed after all this hot weather? Tonight's show is going to be about mediumship, all the different types of psychic gifts, um, and some of the misconceptions about them. A lot of people, you know, like for me, for instance, when I 
started um, doing readings and things um, and doing events, I didn't really know how to classify myself. Uh, I went with psychic medium because I'm a medium, and I also have psychic gifts, but that's only a small part of what my gifts are, but you can't be psychic, medium, spiritual advisor, healer, curse breaker, exorcist, blah, 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 Stephanie Joe. Everybody would be like, what the hell? So I had to go with psychic medium, and a lot of people don't even really understand the difference between a psychic and a medium, an intuitive, a sensitive. Um, So we're going to talk about all those things. I'll get into that um, here in a little bit. I wanted to first start off by talking about uh, some of the experiences that I had um, growing up. And what kind of led me to the path that I'm on and where I was meant to be. Um, As I've told people before, uh, I saw my first spirits when I was like one and a half. Um, And, you know, to me, the little girl I talked to and the things I saw, they were real. I didn't understand at that age that, you know, nobody else could see them. I didn't know what dead was. So for me, it was very strange um, just always talking to the spirits that would come around me. Uh, nobody else could see or hear them. When I was four, um, we moved into Garden Heights where I grew up, and that house was haunted already when I moved in. Um, there was like a few old spirits there, not harmful, but my sister and I both saw them and they were usually in her room. And we also had like upstairs where my bedroom was, um, there was a little like storage area and then the playroom. Then there was just like a little area where the steps went down and then my room and my closet. And it was always really creepy up there. And I always saw spirits there and they, you know, I would try to be going to bed and they would be all around me. And I always had these recurring dreams. It was one particular recurring dream um, that I can remember. And the last time I had it, I think I was probably like 12 years old. Uh, And this was before all the Scream movies. So for me to see an entity resembling that uh, didn't make any sense. Um, But in the dream, I was always in my bedroom window and I would look out in the alley and this car would drive by and it would have this creepy Scream looking thing. And it would be looking up at me into the window. And I had that dream, oh my gosh, probably hundreds of times when I was a kid. Same exact dream. Nothing ever changed about it. And then the last time that I had the dream, instead of the creepy scream guy being in the car, 
I was in the car driving by and looking up at him in my bedroom window. And it still gives me chills to this day. I I never got any explanation of it. It, I never understood it. Um, You know, now I kind of do because I feel like he was, you know, coming after me all the time. When I was real young, I was probably, I don't know, a year, a year old or so. I remember a dream and I had a dream that I had a, an aunt, I guess. I don't know. We called her Aunt Junie and she was convinced that I was her son's child, (laughs) that my mom had, you know, got pregnant to him and that I wasn't my dad's. I didn't know this at this age, but I had, I remember having a dream and in the dream, she, we were standing out in front of my mom, Bitar's house where I lived until I was four. And she grabbed me out of my mother's arms and she put me in this car. And in the dream, I was a little older once I got in the car and I had my hands up at the window and I was screaming for my mom, but I couldn't make any sound and she couldn't hear me and she couldn't get me. When I was older, my mom told me about how she felt that I was her son's child and that she actually, um, after I had had the dream, she had taken me from my mom's arms um, or tried to. So it kind of came to fruition, but she didn't throw me in a car and leave, thank God. But that age, I was having premonitions. But, I mean, how do you even explain that or know what they are when you're not even old enough to comprehend those things? But I can remember it. And then we went to Garden Heights. I had the recurring dream and constantly things happening there. Um, You know, when I was younger, I had some friends, and we used to play probably as every other teenager back then, um, light as a feather, stiff as a board, which oddly enough only ever worked if I was on the outside. Like, I had to be one of the people with my fingers under the person or it never worked. Um, I was always having experiences. I always knew things that I didn't know how I knew. I remember laying in bed and I would be trying to go to sleep and I would get this feeling and I can't even describe it, feeling in my teeth, almost like if you wanted to grit your teeth, but it was just this weird feeling in my jaw and then I would like feel my spirit trying to like lift out of me which now I understand that I was trying to my soul was trying to astral project but then you know I didn't really understand but I remember thinking if my if if I leave my body all these evil things that keep coming into my room are going to take me over like they might jump into my body. Now I'm like eight, ten years old. The knowledge I had about things like that didn't come from anywhere. It came, I was born with it. I just, I've always known things and I didn't know how I knew them or why I knew them, but I knew. 
as I got older, you know, you try to forget. You try to pretend like you don't see and hear things. And, you know, I always knew if a guy liked me. You know, I always knew if people were, like, going to hook up. I always knew if people were cheating. I could walk into a room and tell you everybody that's sleeping with each other, everything that's happening. And I often hated it because, you know, you go into a large group of people and, I, you know, a teenager, it's already stressful enough. And I'm picking up on all these things. And it was always quite annoying. And then we used to, uh, I remember one night, well, there was two times, but um, one time friends and I, my boyfriend at the time, we had gone up, I was in high school, we'd gone up to this abandoned house somewhere that was haunted and um, way back, and they were, like, daring me to, like, walk into the house by myself. So I had to walk probably like, I don't know, half a football field to get to the house. And they just like kept their headlights on. And so I walked in and it was like run down. It was haunted as heck. And I'm in there by myself and I'm just walking through and I couldn't believe I was actually doing it. And then they all came in, you know, and then they took me to some haunted cemetery with a glowing grave and you know so I was I was doing things like that when I was a teenager and it just never really set with me I was like why I don't I don't like this and out of high school I went into the army and uh that's the last place I thought I was gonna have to deal with my gifts (laughs) but oddly enough I had to Um, I was very watched over, I'll tell you that, because I was almost killed twice when we went to Honduras. A Honduran local was shooting at at the truck. We were riding in, like, a civilian, like, truck, and we were in the back, and the driver splashed him with a puddle, and he started shooting at us, and then... Um, I had three Honduran soldiers with automatic weapons pointed at me, um, and they couldn't understand me, and I was somewhere I wasn't supposed to be. So I've definitely had protection throughout my life. Um, I met, well, I went to basic in AIT with one of the girls, um, and then she was stationed at Fort Bragg with me. Well, there she met um, someone, one of her friends. And one time we were talking and they were like, oh, have you ever done like automatic writing? And I'm like, what the hell is that? And so they showed me. Basically, you hold a pencil to a piece of paper and it just moves by itself. So I just put the pencil like leaned up against my hand just enough that I could you know steady it if it did move and it started moving and the things that were being written were not good Um, they wanted to use me as a portal they wanted um, to kill me blah 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 
And I think in doing that, something, I opened something. Uh, at the time, I didn't know that I could open and close portals, but that opened something. And it took me years, I feel, to close it because I, you know, I had a streak of, you know, a lot of bad things going on. And um, I didn't like that. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. But I had these gifts and I never understood them. So, of course, when someone presents me with something, I'm going to be like, well, yeah, let me, I'll try it. That's how I discovered all of my gifts. That's how... I know all the things that I can do. I learned. I And not learned as in, like, you can't teach yourself things that you don't already have in you. And it drives me crazy because I always see, you know, learn to be a medium. You cannot learn to be a medium. It's not like going to college for to become a teacher or a doctor or whatever. You're born with it or you aren't. If you already have that gift, then yes, you can open it up, you can develop it. But if you don't have it, you you never will have it. Um, and that just drives me crazy because I'm like, you're lying to people basically because you can't teach them to do something that they weren't born to do. Anyway, um, I've had some experiences with Ouija boards. Uh first time I used one uh, it worked very well and I you know thought I was talking to this little boy who got um, hit by a truck is what he told me and uh, his set his sign was always figure eight like when when it would start doing a figure eight on the board I knew he was coming to talk only I found out that it wasn't a little boy and it was something evil uh, and it told me its real name, and again, kept spelling out that it wanted to use me as a portal, wanted wanted to use me. So my gift of opening portals and closing them is valuable, not only to heaven and to good, but very valuable to evil. And um, I knew that I would never do that for evil could and then um, I had a lot of experiences um, you know in different altered states too because I went through a period where you know I was experimenting with you know some drugs or whatever and uh, partying a lot and uh, we had a lot of experiences in those kind of situations and then um, my sister got pregnant, and she was living in the Knickerbockers. And uh, I had, I was in Florida living at the time, and I had come home, and I was staying there with her. And every, nobody was home, and I was upstairs laying in the bed. And I kept hearing, like, static like from a broken up radio station or something. And it, it almost sounded like bees or static. It was some noise. And I'm like, what is that? And so I'm like listening out the window and I'm not hearing it outside. I'm like, okay, that's not outside. 
So it got to the point where I got freaked out and I like got up out of the bed and I started walking across the room and someone not living blew in my ear. Like they just went and I did not hit one step going downstairs. I literally jumped an entire flight of stairs just like when I was a kid and they would scare me. And I hit the bottom, and I was sitting in the living room and waiting for somebody to come home, and I was, like, terrified. And in that same house, one time I was sleeping on the couch, little kids standing at the foot of the couch. And there were four of them in, like, older clothing, like the shorter pants with the suspenders, and the girls had dresses on, and they're just standing there staring at me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I closed my eyes. And I'm like, that couldn't be real. They're not there. I opened my eyes. They were still there. So I just forced myself to close my eyes and go back to sleep. So I was always having experiences. Every house I ever lived in, every place I went, constantly, they were there. They were talking to me. Evil was trying to get at me. All these things kept happening, and I just never understood it. And once I realized and started using my gifts and discovered what they were, what they were for, how I could help people, um, you know, when I made that connection to heaven, being able to to pass on, I learned a lot. Because there are some things that they're probably not allowed to tell me, but They have told me so much. And you, a lot of people who have a certain gift, like a a lot of people are empathic. Empathic is just feeling other people's emotions. You're very sensitive to other people's emotions around you. You can pick up on that and it will make you feel how they feel. It can also be the same for someone that has passed. So if there's a spirit around you who maybe died in a very traumatic way, they can make you feel that when you're empathic. That's something I've always been, and that is a very common gift for people. I find a lot of people are empathic. Intuition, I think, I feel like everybody has some of that. That's your gut. That's your instinct. That's when you feel something is wrong, you're like, this is not right. I, this is, there's something up with this. That's your intuition telling you that something is wrong. And you should always trust your gut instinct. Your gut will never lie to you. That first immediate gut reaction that you have when you meet someone or you're in a certain situation, is never, ever wrong. Now, if you doubt yourself and then your mind gets a hold of it, then your mind takes it to 20 different places and maybe you don't act on your gut and then something happens. Always listen to that first instinct. It's just like when they say, always keep your first answer. Don't ever change an answer on a test. It's the same concept when you have that gut instinct. It's it's telling you something's wrong. Sensitivity is also another gift a lot of people have. 
you're sensitive to spirit. So you can be in a room and a spirit comes in and you may feel that tingle, the hairs all standing up on the back of your neck. Um, You may feel cold. You may feel heavy. uh, You may feel all kinds of things when the spirit is around. You might walk in and know that spirits are there. You can't talk to them. You can't hear them. You may be able to, I've encountered a few sensitives who were borderline, maybe like a physical medium, because mediumship in itself is like, I'm a medium. I speak to people in heaven, and they have proven that to me through my readings. The things that they tell the people I do readings for There's no possible way that anybody could know that. It's very personal. It's a lot of times in my readings, they're telling me to tell them things that they haven't even told anyone else ever. There's been family secrets exposed. People have found out they have siblings they didn't know about. Like, this isn't like what you see a lot of times people, I'm a psychic, I'm a medium, and they'll be like, oh, you have problems in a relationship, or oh, you've been really having a hard time. This What I do is completely different. And people in heaven have told me there are not many like me. And that's not an ego thing, because trust me, I struggled with an ego problem. <laughs> When I first started, and I look at that now, and I just, I can't believe that I ever thought like that. But in doing my work, I have become so humbled and so blessed to be able to give those messages to loved ones from loved ones in heaven. It is a very special gift. It's not a dime a dozen like you think because all over Facebook, all over you see psychic medium, I'm a medium, I'm this, I'm that. And honestly, I'm sorry, but most of them are not. Like probably 90% of them are not what they say they are. And that could be one of two things. Either A, they don't understand gifts and they're mislabeling themselves or they are and they aren't. That used to frustrate me. Now, you know, I've let go of all those things. I try to educate people. I try to teach people the knowledge that I have because that's all that I can do. I can't make people believe it. I can't make people understand it. And I can't show them the truth unless they're willing to be open and if they have gifts, if they are intuitive, if they have any type of psychic gifts, then they know when I tell them things that it is the truth. A lot of people will get chills when I tell them something, and chills are your, like, lie detector. (laughs) If somebody's telling you something and you're like, oh, I have the chills, that's true. And that works for me, too, because sometimes people will be telling me something that happened to them or that they do this or they do that, and I'm just 
sitting there like, no, going to have them tell me anyway. They'll be like, that person's full of shit. But if that really did happen to them, then I immediately am covered in chills and I know it. Physical medium, don't speak to people in heaven, but they may be able to go to a location, know what happened there. Some sensitives can too. Sensitives and physical mediums kind of run along the same line. Maybe someone was murdered in in a house and they walk in and they can feel that, okay, somebody died here. And maybe they feel how, maybe they know how, but there isn't the communication. A medium is the middle ground between heaven and here. A lot of people can hear spirit. Sometimes they get their energy up so much that even people without gifts can hear them. A lot of people have experiences, but they don't know what it means. A lot of people have premonitions. I have, I've always had them. I have dreams and things happen. And a lot of times my dreams are about, you know, major world events. And I see the people that do it and I see how they do it, but I don't know where they are. I had a dream about these planes and I was in a foreign country and there was these little kids were running around and they were so excited because the planes were flying over And I didn't know what they were, but I woke up and I described them to my husband and he's like, those are blue angels. And I was like, what the hell is that? And then I I started seeing like posts about it. Like I started seeing them. I don't know what country that was, but in the dream, they were flying over and the kids were all happy. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like run. This is not a good thing. This is a bad thing because they were going to bomb wherever they were. And then I started seeing all of that, all the planes, you know, after my dream. I still never got any explanation for that. I've had dreams about events that have not happened yet. So normally when I have those types of dreams, I tell someone and I have them or I write it down and I give it to them. And I'm like, you just keep this. And if it happens, then you tell me. Because I don't watch the news. I can't. My heart hurts. There's too much crap going on. And there will be an episode about all of that. But it's really important. Right now there are a lot of people awakening. I saw, (laughs) I was in this group, you know, sometimes I don't even think I like accept it. But I end up seeing posts from these different groups. And, um. It's ridiculous, and I laugh most of the time. Um, but this one, this, there was a post, and she said um, that she had had an awakening and that she is now a medium and blah, 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 blah. And I'm here, my people in heaven, and they're going, no. So I'm like, all right, first of all, you don't just wake up and become a medium. You're either born with that gift or you're not. Able to speak with people in heaven is a gift. 
that is something that is very special. And God isn't just going to hand that out like candy. So when people say those things, it, I get very upset. And I've I've spoken to a lot of other, and you can't see me doing air quotes, but I'm doing air quotes, mediums over the years. Um, and none of them tell me anything. They couldn't connect to any of my people. You know, they couldn't tell me anything. So just like everyone else in the world, you got to show me. And I can meet people, and I, I already know what their gifts are, what they're capable of. You know, a lot. I, you know, a lot of people come to me for my classes, and they're like, "Oh, I want to do what you do," and you know, I'm honest, I'm straightforward. I'm like, "You will never do what I do. I can't teach you that. That's a special gift. That's not for everyone, but I can tell you what your gifts are and strengthen those and help you understand how to use them in your everyday life." That's another thing. You know, some people's gifts, my gifts are to help people. They're to help the world. They're to help bring people to God, give them faith, give them peace, give them hope, and kick the shit out of all the evil that is trying to take over. Not everybody is supposed to do something that big. Sometimes you have gifts just to guide you in your own life or for the people around you. A lot of people are like, I have premonitions. I, you know, I felt like somebody was going to pass. They passed and then they came to me and that was for you or for your loved ones around you so that you could share that with them. Not everyone's gifts are meant for the world or meant to help people in the way that I help people. There are a lot of gifted people who are counselors, doctors, all different jobs. You work in a hospital. You ride in an ambulance. I would hope empathic people aren't doing that because I can't imagine that that would be an easy job to do. But they are. They feel drawn to help people And that's how. Sometimes your gifts are just for your own life and for your own soul's path. But what I see all the time is people like, oh, I have a gift. And they they start, you know, uh, doing readings, in air quotes again. And, you know, psychic is different than medium. My, and I always tell people this, And it's the truth. My connection with heaven and me being able to open that window to speak to them and for them to speak to me, that's something completely different from my psychic. I have my own gifts where I always said, and I used to say it egotistically because I was, I was an asshole kind of when I first started. I thought I was better than everybody else that, Nobody was as good as me, and, you know, now I just laugh and think, oh, my God, what was I thinking? 
but um, now I lost my train of thought. Ego's a terrible thing, by the way, and I had to go through it, but I've always had my own psychic gifts, and I would always know things, and I could meet someone and, you know, pick up on things about them on my own. But once I made the connection to heaven and started letting them tell me, like, when people are like, you know, when they get their validations from the reading and they're just in awe, like, oh, my gosh, I found that. It was, like, right after or however it comes to them. Or they find, you know, things they didn't even know about and they have to go ask family members. And when they validate those things, you know, that is, unbelievable and they always come back to me and they're like oh my gosh you're so amazing and that's amazing and I always say it's not me they are the ones telling you they are the ones giving you the information they are the ones validating that they are talking to you they are telling me everything that I am telling you I am just the medium for that And people say, but it's your gift. And yes, it is. But I am talking to them. They are talking through me, and I'm just relaying the messages. So that's totally different. And ever since I started doing that and made that connection, I don't really use my own psychic gifts much anymore because I listen to them. They know better than anyone. They know everything. They can see things. They see the future to the extent that they can see it because we do have free will. And I would say if anybody ever tells you that they can predict your future, you know, they're full of shit. And usually that's true. But when people in heaven tell me things that they see coming in the future, that's the path that that person is on, and that's what is coming. Sometimes it changes. Sometimes there are always a lot of people involved in your path. One person changes one thing, and that ripple effect could change 20 people's paths, just one choice by one person. That has going to happen happens sometimes that path or something happens that changes the path you never really know but they they know and I listen to them 100% I trust them more than anybody I've had people tell me things and I'm like Okay, no. Well, how do you know? Well, because they tell me, and I trust them more than anybody else. So it's not in the fact that I will argue with you, but I will, if, they, if somebody tells me something and my people in heaven are like, uh-uh, then that's uh-uh. And I've argued with people in readings because somebody coming through is telling me something, and the person I'm reading for is like, no. I don't know what you're talking about, no. And they keep telling me. They do know. Like, sometimes it's somebody's name, and they keep saying it. And they're like, they know who I am. 
keep saying it. They know. Or it's information, and the person's like, no, that's not true. And it is. And the people in heaven keep telling me, no, it's true. And so I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but it is. And then they they have their revelation where they're like, oh, my gosh, yes, I forgot. Or, oh, my gosh, yeah, that is true. You know, I will always listen to them. I like to help people. I want people to understand the difference between psychic gift and a medium. There are not thousands of mediums in the world. There are not. These people are either lying to you or they are misunderstanding a gift. And that's it. So they either know they're lying or they just don't understand. And I always say, you know, if somebody said they were a medium, you know, I would say, all right, then talk to my people. Because I know my people and I have that connection to heaven. So I would see who was standing up there and know who was going to talk. And if they couldn't connect to that, then they're not a medium. So I always wanted to do that, but that was part of my egotistical time. I was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, test people. Like, everybody that says they're a medium, I'm going to, like, make them do a reading. And it's hard to know that people are out there misinforming people. And I've done a lot of readings where people have gone to other, you know, there's the air quotes you can't see again, um, gone to other people and they've told them things. And then they'll come back to me and they'll say, is this true? This person told me da-da-da-da-da. And if my people say that's not true, then it's not true. So there are a lot of people out there being misguided. Um And there are a lot of people taking advantage of people's emotions tonight and talk about it and giving an example because he's always saying, like, he's seen what I can do and he knows, you know, he knows how powerful it is. And he he does not believe anybody else can come anywhere near me. But, you know, that's him because he loves me. But he's also very intelligent and one time he was like oh well it'd be really easy for someone to claim their medium and like kind of bait people into saying what you want them to say and so he would do this whole thing where he's like oh so you lost someone really close to you you know and a lot of people would be like oh my god it's uh you know what people will tell you with body language and with what they say, you know, he's like, I could pretend to be a medium just doing that. And I feel like a lot of people probably do that. And they're not telling you anything true or meaningful. It's pretty much like you're making yourself feel better because you're telling them things and you're, believing that it's coming from them, but it isn't. 
And that's the kind of stuff that drives me crazy because people have gone. I had this one time so crazy. There's this lady in Altoona um, who does readings, and I will never say names or whatever. But anyway, she tells this guy that he has a demon attached to him. And um, she wants him, I think it was like $600 she wanted to charge him to get rid of this demon um, and this all stuff he had to buy. And so he's freaking out. He messages me and he tells me about his attachment and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, can you do it cheaper? Like she wants $600. And he, if this is over messenger and I'm feeling out his energy and I'm like, listen, there's nothing attached to you. You're completely fine. And he was like, what? I'm like, you don't have anything attached to you. She's just trying to get money. And he was so freaking happy. But that was my awakening. And then I have friends who have had experiences with the same person who try to do the same thing to them. Like, oh, buy all this stuff. Do this, that, do that. It'll get rid of this. It'll get rid of that. There are people out there doing that. It drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Another thing that drives me crazy is sage. Everybody and their brother thinks they can just walk into a place, throw around some sage, and they're clearing it. They're getting rid of the energy. No, you're not. You don't know who bundled that. Even if you bundle it yourself, you don't know what the hell you're doing unless you are a Native American or you are descendant of a Native American and you know that and you do it with the right intention, and you put the right herbs together, and even if you do that, sometimes it's still not going to work. When you're burning sage, when Native Americans used those things, they were calling in their elders. They were calling in their spirits. They were calling in their guides to communicate. So when you're walking into a haunted place and you're like, I'm just going to sage and everything's going to go away. You're calling them in. And if you have evil or negative in that space, you're pissing them off. I cannot tell you how many places I've gone into where somebody had negative or evil entities messing with them. They had a priest come in didn't do any good they hate them and not every just like not everyone on the planet can be a medium not every priest on the planet can do exorcisms or home cleansing it's a gift you have to be born well we'll just get a priest to come in he's a man of god so it'll work no it won't have you ever seen the movies where they're wearing crosses and they with uh, the one where she gets possessed anyway. She's this little religious girl, and they love that shit. Evil does not care about that. And I've gone in and had to clear places after a priest. Oh, we saged. It made it a hundred times worse. A 
100 times worse. If you don't know what you're doing, don't pick it up. And there's people selling it all over the place. Like, oh, you can just sage. It'll go away. Everything will be fine. No, it won't. You're going to have to have someone come in and fix it. Drives me crazy. Misinformation. And you can't just Google stuff. People are like, oh, I Googled this, and this is what it says about that. And I'm like, seriously, do you... Where did that information come from? A million different people because you can Google one thing and there's a thousand different explanations for it. Who wrote those? Someone. Do you know if that someone knew what they were talking about? Did they actually have gifts? Was their information correct? Probably not by the stuff I've here who have no idea what they're talking about and everybody's just oh I've read on this site that these numbers mean this and angel numbers and like come on they your people in heaven will use certain numbers to let you know that they're with you or that you're on the right path so yeah sometimes it's a certain number. It's not always the combination of one one one, two two two. It's different for different people. You read those descriptions and it's ridiculous. It doesn't mean the same thing for everyone. You can't just generalize something spiritual like that and it's right for every single person that experiences it. It's not how it works. Every person is different. My gifts are different from every other person on the planet. I'm the only one who has the gifts that I have. Somebody else, their gifts are completely different from everyone else on the planet. They are the only ones that have those gifts. They're the only ones that have them for the reason they have them. Every person is individual, so you can't just go Google something and read it, and that's absolutely true. And another thing... I always see this, and it drives me absolutely insane, all of the people claiming to speak to the angels. I talked to Archangel Michael. I talked to Archangel Gabriel. No, you do not. And if you knew anything about them, they're not what you think they are. Archangels are warriors. Why do you think there's the wrath of God? God is all-forgiving, and God is loving, but God is also an asshole. And if you don't believe me, look around. Look at what is happening to the world. He does not put up with anything. Archangels are warriors. You're not supposed to pray to them because you only pray to God. They are not going to come down and help you they have bigger things to do they have world ending and heaven battles and all kinds of they're not listening to every person who claims to talk to them oh michael came and gave me a message no he didn't because michael gabriel none of them well gabriel wouldn't even talk to anyone anyway because he is full-on 
warrior. Gabriel is all war. He doesn't give a shit about anything. They're not going to talk to human souls. They're not supposed to. So all these people, oh, yeah, I talked to the archangels, and they're telling me bullshit. You're not talking to them. How do I know? Because I have the connection to heaven, and they do not lie. That doesn't mean because I say that people will believe me. But, I mean, are you really that naive to believe that from all these people? The archangels are not talking to people. They have bigger fish to fry. They have more important things to do. They're not telling you things through someone doing cards or whatever. They're not doing it. Drives me nuts. Saying that. They're not doing it. Just so you know, it's not true. It's a lot of things that bother me, and I try to be loving, and I try to just share my knowledge, share my gifts, and promote a positive message to the world and to everyone and help as many people as I can possibly help. I want people to have hope. I want people to have faith. I want them to be peaceful in the knowledge that their loved ones are in heaven waiting for them. They are not any different than they were here, personality-wise. I do a lot of reading, and some of them are extremely entertaining because the person up there or some of the people up there were smart asses or really funny And the things that they make me say to these people are things that they would have said when they were still here on earth. So basically whatever I hear, I have to say exactly how they say it. So that gets very, very entertaining. But knowing that for some people has been life-changing. It has given them peace knowing that. And when they come through from heaven, they prove it. The validations, the information that comes through, it's not generalized. It it wouldn't fit to just anybody. It is very personal, very specific things that come through when I do a reading for someone. Because it has to be. Those in heaven know that the information has to be so that they know that it's real. And that's why they do the validations for after, because they're like, you know, they're they're already going to know by the time you're done. But we're just going to give them that extra little icing on the cake after the reading, just, just to seal the deal. And when people send me the pictures of the validations and they tell me about it, the... And it's usually through messaging, but I'm empathic, and I have all this gift, feel the emotion with it, and it is the best feeling in the world. I would not trade my gift for anything. I value them. I am humbled by them. I am blessed beyond everything 
to be able to do what I'm able to do for people. And all I want to do is help people. And sometimes in helping people, I have to share my experiences. I have to share my knowledge outside of the reading because there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in this world. And it is true. A lot of people are awakening. They were born with gifts. But the time now is when good needs everyone to wake up because there's a battle coming and we have to be ready. And not everyone is any part of the battle. But that are are starting to awaken. Maybe they started years ago. Maybe it's just coming now that it's getting stronger. But everybody feels it. Anybody with gifts feels it coming. War is coming, and we have to be ready, and that's why people are awakening. So if you have questions, if you don't know what to do, you can look me up on Facebook. I do teach classes. I might just be able to help you through figuring things out. You know, you may just have a simple question. I I do readings over video calls, past life regressions. I... I do cleansing, so if if your soul needs cleansed, if, if you have something going on, a lot of negativity, sometimes that can hinder the awakening, too. Jeez, that scared me. My thing said 90 seconds, and my show's over, and I jumped out of my skin. But, um, yeah, look me up on Facebook. Stephanie Joe or Psychic Medium Stephanie Joe. I have a page. Um, you can also email me at psychicsteffi, S-T-E-P-H-I-E, at gmail.com. But don't trust Google and don't trust everyone who says they are something because a lot of them aren't. So I hope that this has helped you understand the differences in the gifts. I'm not sure what the next show is going to be. I just wing it. But uh, I may or may not have a guest. Maybe I'll let people call in for readings. I don't know yet. But I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of their weekend and week. We're finally getting some fall weather. Woohoo! Happy Halloween. The veil is thinning, so, you know, maybe that's something we'll talk about. But thank you for listening. Always a pleasure. And I will talk to you next Saturday at 8 p.m.